Yes, this will do quite nicely. This will do perfectly. Hello, friends. How are you this week? I haven't asked you in a little while, and the truth is, I haven't cared in a little while. Not that I don't care about you, but I've been preoccupied with caring for someone else. This destroyed husk of a creature I take along with me on this journey. Anyway, I hope you're well. That destroyed husk I mentioned is well, too. Perhaps I'm being dramatic. It's just that he won't speak to me. He won't even look at me. <laughs> he hates this. Don't you love? Why? Well, because I've found us a home. It will be perfect, my love. Don't be afraid. We've needed a home for some time. A place we can fortify and stake our claim in. For, you see, I'm tired of running. I don't think we should need to run. We deserve a palace from which we can operate. And this place has been home to both of us before, hasn't it? The exterior walls have been smashed in places, sure. The ruins scrawled on the stone has long been almost washed away by rain and wind. The secret compartment in the floor has been smashed from hunters looking for their sleeping prey. But this ancient tower will be a perfect place for us to remain. It was designed for us, after all, wasn't it? Well, it was designed for you, to keep you prisoner. And now, quite to the contrary, it shall be our fortress, our freedom, a tall, dark beacon on the horizon, telling everyone that if they are seeking to destroy us, they will have to meet us on our own territory. And I invite them, too. We shall no longer seek out our prey to hunt. We shall wait until they come to us. If they trespass, they will be ours. Whatever they are. I feel that that's fair. You don't have to worry, dear. I'll rebuild it. I'll set the stone once more so that this place will be impenetrable. Even more strong than it ever was before. You will be safe, and so will I. This will be our first palace of many. For, as you designed, we will one day have the whole world at our feet. That's right. You see how I love you. Just trust me for a little while. I wish you would speak to me. Both my dark stranger and you, listener. I wish you would speak to me. It's quite rude, in fact, that neither of you will right now. I may be vengeful and power-mad, but I'm still lonesome. It's fine, it's just fine. I can be quite content on my own, and even if I'm not necessarily happy, I will be absolutely content. Once we start taking control again. Just like in the old days. Just like when you were in your prime and magnificent too. Just like me. Just like I will be. 
What's my story this week? I haven't had a real story for you in a little bit. You know, with a beginning, middle, and end, and not about me, or him. I've been self-centered. Oh, dear. I can't promise you one this week. It's not that I don't want to, I desperately do want to, it's just that... There's this girl, you see. I've mentioned her before, and she's mentioned me. Every time that I feel that I'm leaving her alone and resuming my chosen path, in this case a path of domination and power, she trails behind, farther and farther each time, reaching out to me and asking me to wait. One time, not long ago, in fact, quite recently, I looked in a mirror. Beautiful, magnificent, terrifying, demonic, and strange, my reflection, as usual. But then I changed. My completely black eyes changed. It seemed for a moment I had whites in my eyes for the first time in centuries. I had human eyes, brown eyes, unremarkable brown eyes. My skin was not quite so translucent, not quite so pallid. My teeth were not pointed, none of them were, where all of them should have been. My monstrous grin was nothing of the sort. Unremarkable. My fingers were not so long and alien. I had nails, not claws. I was unremarkable. Average. Human. This was not me. This was her. She was somehow reaching out. I did not like this. The vision passed, but the message remained. She has very little power. She is very weak. She is nothing compared to me. But she could do this. She could reach out. She can find me. She's known where I am all along. I did not like this. Anyway, pay me no mind. I'm going on and on about things because I feel guilty about the fact that I haven't got a little story for you once again. At any rate, relax. Sleep, even. That's what I'm here for, isn't it? Here's a story for you. Once upon a time, you were so, so tired. You were listening to someone with a soothing voice, and she had a safe little story to tell you because it wasn't real. It was about beautiful and frightening things that were not quite so frightening, really. They were just lonesome and sad and confused, because the world is lonely and sad and confusing. I'm sorry, not always. But sometimes. I don't mean to be telling you a story that's stream of consciousness, but sometimes, my friends, all we have is our consciousness. And I want you to know that it is enough. Your consciousness is more than enough. But back to our story. You were listening to this creature telling you some kind of story. Perhaps you were in bed. Perhaps you had a long day at work and just wanted to escape into a beautiful, magical, lonely, and dark world for a little while. And she was telling you about such a world. 
And just as you were about to fall asleep, just as your eyesight became blurry and dimmed, as your mind decided you were not alert enough to really receive detailed images, you did see something. You saw eyes in the dark, or you saw the shadow of a cloaked figure, or you saw a face in the mirror that was not your own. You saw something. It's all right. It won't hurt you, but it's there. And it's watching and it's waiting for you to realize that the doors have been opened. Because I've opened them for you right now. Don't be afraid. You know once, when I was alive many years ago, I don't remember many things about that time, but I remember this. I had a terrible dream one night, and the dream occurred in real time, and it lasted all night. It lasted at least five hours, and it felt like five hours. In fact, I'm not so sure that I was even really asleep that night. I think, if I'm being honest, that I was awake, and that I couldn't move, and that I was glimpsing a night world that I hadn't ever seen before. I was in my bed, and I opened my eyes. I couldn't move, as I said, but I saw, in the corner of the room, where the shadows tended to collect themselves, bright, glowing blue eyes from something crouched on the floor. They watched me all night. I tried to move. I tried to scream. I couldn't. And the worst part of it was that I was waiting, waiting, waiting for this thing to strike or to come closer. I was terrified of what would happen when it did. But it didn't. It just stayed there and it watched me until morning came. The door was open for me long before my dark stranger came into my life and changed me. I told you once that that time in my life, long ago before I became what I am, when I was not undead or immortal or whatever on earth I am now, was centuries ago. Long, long, long ago, when the world was ancient. That is what I thought. I'm not so sure now. I don't remember much. I don't really remember anything, but in that waking dream with the eyes watching me from the shadows, I remember seeing other things in the room. I remember seeing a television set. I remember a computer. I remember thinking to myself, I have to reach a light switch. I need to reach the phone. I have to turn the lights on. But I wasn't able to move. Or perhaps this wasn't my dream in the first place. Perhaps this was the girl in the mirror, the writer alone in her empty apartment. If she had the power and we had the connection for me to look her dead in the eye in my own mirror, perhaps she shared a dream. A memory with me. Either thought is unsettling, as is the realization that she has this power over me. I cannot escape her. She cannot escape me. 
Fair play, I guess. I promise that I will have a story for you next week. It will have a beginning, a middle, and an end. And archetypal characters with clear needs, wants, and goals who don't change the story on you every week and demand attention and validation from you. I promise. I won't let you down. It is the least that I can do given that I'm about to take the world. A small price. Entertainment. Relaxation. Sleep. I have let you down. I have been confused and tired and sad and angry and jubilant. I haven't slept in at least a month. I've been on the move and basically carrying my cruel love from place to place. But now we are home. We are in our palace, aren't we, my love? Our fortress. And it will become stronger and stronger by the day. No one will be able to defeat us. From here we will bring you back your strength, and we will prepare for the difficult days ahead. We will be ready. Ready soon to take the world from those who think they know better than us how it works. Those who think that oppression is order and compliance is peace. We will take the world back, and there may be chaos for some time. But that chaos will eventually subside into a naturally orderless world. Things like money, law, business, education. They will all be exposed for the mirages that they are. And once the mirage disappears, we can see that it wasn't a desert after all. It was an oasis this whole time. That is the world that I will give to you, my friends. Don't be afraid. Go to sleep. Go to sleep. Hey guys, that was episode 32 of On a Dark Cold Night, and thank you so much for listening. This is Kristen Zaza. What do I have to do with this? I am this. Nothing new, nothing new. Uh, if you'd like to help the show, and if you've listened so far, perhaps you would, you know. Uh, a couple of free ways to do so are to A, listen to the show on the Radio Public app where I'm a part of their paid listens program. So every listen works towards helping me pay for my work, even though it's free for you to use. And or B, you can rate, review, and share the show. You can leave a review on iTunes, Stitcher, Podknife, or send us a sweet shout out on social media. You can find me on Twitter at A Dark Cold Night, Instagram at Dark Cold Night Podcast, and on Facebook on my page. It's called On A Dark Cold Night. Go figure. You can also email any questions or thoughts to darkcoldnightpodcast at gmail.com. If you want to help out the show in a less free way, visit my pages on Coffee and Patreon. 
That's ko-fi.com slash darkcoldnight and patreon.com slash darkcoldnight. Every little bit helps make this show the best that it can be, and I will be sure to thank any donation or great review on the air. So that's something. Anyway, thanks again, my friends. Sweet dreams. Until next time. Mm-hmm.